This is WHRO News. I'm Gina Gamboni. Today, we are continuing our series at a crossroads. If you live in rural Virginia, there's a good chance that when you flush the toilet, your waste goes into a septic tank. There are more than a million of these in the state. They sit in the ground and they usually need dry soil to help filter waste. But coastal Virginia currently experiences the fastest average rate of sea level rise on the eastern seaboard. That means the ground is becoming too wet for septic tanks to work properly. Zach Hirsch reports. When it rains for a few days in a row, Roosevelt Jones can't use his bathroom. Water fills the septic system in the yard, sewage gurgles up into the bathtub, and the toilet won't flush. So you imagine you sitting up about 2 o'clock in the morning, and then you get the urge to go to use number two. A whole lot of time you have to hold it. Jones is 80. He lives in Suffolk on a rural but densely populated street in the Chuckatuck neighborhood. Residents who are predominantly black have been trying to get better sanitation for decades. Does it create a smell when it does that? Oh man, it's awful. It's awful. That's why we call it waste. Those fumes can cause breathing problems. Failing septic systems can also leak raw sewage into nearby creeks and rivers. Suffolk has done drainage work to help ease the flooding, but developers have built new housing that pushes stormwater into people's yards. Residents say the flooding has never been worse. For Jones, the problem seems to go away when the ground is dry. But with sea level rise, experts say there are a lot of places in coastal Virginia where the ground may never dry. We're starting to see effects of it now, but we're going to see more effects of it down the road. Molly Mitchell is a researcher at the Virginia Institute of Marine Science on a team identifying likely hotspots for septic failures. In most septic systems, gravity pulls the waste into the soil where microbes treat and process it. But in saturated soil, everything overflows into surrounding areas. With both sea level rise and increasing precipitation, what we see is that the groundwater table is rising. So you might not have the level of treatment from the sediment that you had when the system was installed. Exactly how many are at risk is hard to know for sure. Researchers don't know where all the tanks are. Only a portion of the state's data on these systems is digital. The other records are on paper, filed away in local government desks. In many cases, there's no record. As for how this will all play out, Mitchell says it'll be gradual. It's going to be one property at a time, but it's still going to affect a lot of properties. Existing problems are expected to worsen in Suffolk, Chesapeake, and southern Virginia Beach. But it's rural shoreline communities, the Middle Peninsula, Eastern Shore, and Northern Neck, they'll be hit the hardest. Down in this area is terrible for septic systems. That's Tom Hogue. He built a house in the low-lying Guinea Neck area of Gloucester County in 1995. Within the first few months, sewage was coming out of the ground. Brand new home, you couldn't flush the toilet. Washing machine, couldn't use that. Eventually, the county put in a public sewer line. But that's not always practical in areas like this, with houses so far apart. Other people need a special high-tech septic system that can better withstand flooding. That's exactly what Robert Hutchins is installing for a resident on a waterfront property in Gloucester County. We're upgrading uh, an existing system that has failed here. It was constructed in the you know, 1960s. The new system treats waste with coconut husks and can cost as much as $50,000. Hutchins knows that's out of reach for most people. The ones that can't afford it obviously will. But those that can't, you know, they're, they're going to get their medicine they're going to eat before they fix their wastewater system. This is a huge equity problem, and in many areas, it affects black people more than white people. 
Historians say one reason is that after the Civil War, many freed slaves could only acquire property that flooded easily. That same land has been passed down over generations. Catherine Coleman Flowers is a national sanitation activist and serves on an advisory council for President Biden. The people that are seeing the problems first and foremost were those that are victims of structural racism or were mandated by racial covenants in terms of where they could settle. Today, marginalized groups are vulnerable to legal consequences. Unaddressed septic issues can mean fines, even criminal prosecution or eviction. So many people don't come forward for help. But officials say it's rare in Virginia to actually bring people to court over this. David Fridley is a manager for the Three Rivers Health District. We spoke on a drive around Gloucester County. We always are in an enforcement posture, but the real goal is always to solve people's problems and connect them with resources. That includes local grants and loans for homeowners for routine septic service. Virginia lawmakers are also trying to address the problem. A new law this year set up a statewide fund to help with repairs and replacements. State officials will also start considering the impacts of sea level rise when issuing permits for new septic tanks. They say it'll be a game changer. Activist Catherine Coleman Flowers is skeptical. Because I've been doing this for over 20 years and everybody has the next best thing and it hasn't worked and they're right back where they started. The engineers and all the other officials that charge fees make money and they move on and the homeowners are left holding the bag. Another question is what happens in the long run? Skip Stiles directs Wetlands Watch, an environmental nonprofit. He's not sure it's worth investing in new septic systems in some places. If you're along the shoreline and your septic system is flooding from underneath, it's sort of like a canary in the coal mine for the fact that within a decade or two, your house is going to flood and it will be so compromised that we may not want to continue to support people living there. That's going to be the harsh problem. More coastal communities will have to face that dilemma soon. By 2060, much of the Middle Peninsula, Eastern Shore, and Northern Neck could be underwater. There are people already dealing with that now, though, like Roosevelt Jones, the 80-year-old from rural Suffolk. Rainstorms flooded him out last Christmas. He's afraid that'll happen again this year. And I won't be able to use my bathroom. Jones and his late wife, Catherine, were leading a push to get Suffolk to extend a sewer line to their community. That way, they'd never have to deal with a septic backup again. But since she died in August, that effort lost momentum. Jones says, I'll be on my way out like my wife before there's meaningful change. Zach Hirsch, WHRO News. A spokesperson for the city of Suffolk said a recent petition for a new sewer line in Roosevelt Jones's community did not receive enough support. This story was part of the Pulitzer Center's Connected Coastlines Reporting Initiative.